Welcome to Automotive Insiders, the podcast series presented by OESA, the Original Equipment Suppliers Association. You'll hear from automotive industry experts on the critical issues that are impacting the mobility landscape. Get actionable insights on how to thrive in Automotive 2.0. Now, here's your Automotive Insiders host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome to Automotive Insiders, presented by OESA. That's the Original Equipment Suppliers Association, information OESA.org. I'm Bonnie D. Graham, producer and host. Very happy to be here today with Mike Newell. Mike is the Vice President of Sales at We Predict. It's a predictive analytics company. How appropriate in this age of disruptive technologies. Mike Newell, we'd love to have you introduce yourself, tell everybody whether you think they know you already or they don't, what is your involvement with We Predict and what is your relationship to OESA? Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Bonnie. It's a pleasure to be here and thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. Um, we Predict is a leading um, predictive analytic software provider of part uh, quality data. And what that means is uh, we are able to look at different repairs, complaints uh, by component, and then project that into the future to see if there's a much larger issue that lies in that root cause. So what the goal is, is really the early detection of, um, of major issues and recalls and then putting, um, working with the client to fix it and put it into place to um, improve the safety uh, out in the field. Thank you, Mike. How did you originally get involved in automotive? I know there's a background there. Have anything to do with a place called Detroit? Talk to me. I, yeah, I can probably say I'm a third generation automotive uh, um, employee and both my, both my grandfathers and my dad retired from Chrysler which ultimately led me to Chrysler uh, for the first seven years of my career in supply chain and procurement. And then at that point, I elected to join the dark side of sales and uh, move on to some different roles uh, in the industry with uh, Martin Rea Hansel, Lasan Carbon Composites, uh, Donga America, and now to We Predict. Very, very interesting. And we predict, I, I do a lot of tech shows, a lot of business enterprise focused tech shows. And predictive is such an interesting, I'm going to say animal or beast, where the data helps you see what you should know that's coming, right? What is coming down the pike. So we're going to talk about safety. We're going to talk about quality improvement in just a couple of minutes. But is the automotive industry embracing this predictive technology now or analytics, the, the middle name of every company in the supplier realm? Mike, what are you seeing? You know, for, for most right now, it's still a gray area and you really don't know what you have access to until you have access to it. And really what we're working with is really to get out our data and how it is prevalent uh, into today's mainstream uh, decision making. And we have the ability through our database to be able to get actual repair records from independent and um, uh, OEM replacements. And where, where the gray area typically comes in is after the three-year 36 warranty. And with that, 75% uh, of the complaints are typically a gray area to the OEM and to the tier one supplier. And so we are working with them to identify these issues and see what happens outside of that customer warranty spectrum. Very interesting. Thank you very much. 
you sent me a couple of topics you'd like to cover today. So let me interpret the first question and then uh, see what you have to say. So you say that one of the one of the uh, challenges is identifying poor performers. And when you and I spoke in our before the show pre-call, you told me this means vehicle maintenance issues and complaints, and they want to be able to identify the poor performers early for commercial vehicles. Was it a design flaw? Was it a supplier issue? Was it a manufacturing something, a glitch? Uh, The whole goal, there's two goals. One is to try and save lives, of course, and the other one is to avoid the very costly and time-consuming recall. So take us through this. How do analytics help with the, first of all, identifying the poor performers and then doing something about it? Mike? Yes, that's a great question. Thank you. Typically, what will happen is we will get uh, the information from the commercial vehicle OEM. We'll put it through our data analytics system, and we'll look uh, at a repair rate per thousand. So it's all normalized, the same parameters, and we can identify quickly what are the highest incident rates as well as the lowest incident rates. And then we compare that against the benchmarks uh, in the industry for those particular components. And you can then look and see and identify a top 10 list of where the biggest issues are versus the, um, the industry average. And that's really where you need to start to take a look and to focus on those aspects. Is it a design flaw? Is it a supplier um, that may not be performing? But you start to work to identify that. And then if and when the correction goes into place, we have the ability to track that on a real-time basis and provide monthly updates on if that uh, is the fix. And moving forward, the goal then is to be you know, uh, the industry benchmark in terms of uh, incident rates. Interesting, Mike, when you notify a company, let's just say a supplier, we're here, OESA sponsors the series. How do they take it when you say we found a major design flaw? Is this a seriously, you want us to redesign something? Do they take it in a good spirit, which would be, yay, we can help avoid unnecessary collisions or difficulties with with the fleet or with the truck or whatever it is, and, and we can help the industry in general, or is it an OMG, really? I'm, I'm looking for the people side of this. I hope you don't mind my asking. Yeah, and initially, I think it's a defensive reaction. <clears throat> You know, and, and everyone takes their data, you know, very seriously, and everyone's always trying to put the best product out in the field. But we're, we're not here to replace quality systems. We're here to provide additional data to supplement the decision-making and the analysis that's going on today. And our goal is to give you that third-party view of what is actually going on above and beyond uh, the warranty period. And so from that aspect, you know, we are completing a lot of that gray area in terms of what happens outside of that that warranty period and then allows you to compare against your competition and then make improvements where you may be lacking or exploit to your advantage the, um, you know, the competitive advantages that you have both with the customer and, and with suppliers. So it sounds like it's a good, good thing and a win-win-win on all of the bases. Let's talk a little bit about planning and tracking for enhancing the quality improvement. And I know you're focusing on tier one suppliers, fleet owners, and others. So in terms of planning, um, if there's not a flaw and there's not a, a note or a, an ad, ad notice, an alert that something is wrong, Planning for quality improvement, how do you get that message into a company? How do you tell a supplier, we think it could be better unless you provide data that it isn't good? Maybe I'm going around it in the wrong way, but I think you know what I'm talking about. How do you get them to plan for improvement? 
Well, I, I think you, you start to really take a look at where you're at in the current life cycle of the commercial vehicle or uh, automotive vehicle that you're looking at today. And what I would start to do is take a look at where you match up against the benchmarks and where you're not at a, at a competitive advantage. Is it a design flaw or is there a design enhancement that you can make that can offer a light weighting, offer a cost reduction or offer a premium product that will extend um, you know, longer on, um, on uh, the mileage before it has to be replaced. And so when you start to look at that, you, you take the commercial vehicle aspect. And when you look at regular preventative maintenance, uh, the commercial vehicles need to be on the road as much as possible. So when it comes in for its typical um, preventative maintenance package, we can work with that company to look and identify, you know, you may have an issue with this part in the next 10,000 miles it might make sense to go ahead and repair that today instead of having to potentially take that vehicle out of service uh, in the very short term following that service. Interesting, Mike. I, I have a series I produce and host for SAP, used to be called The Future of Cars. And over the years, I've heard that there are things coming in terms of IoT, Internet of Things, sensors and artificial intelligence that will allow a car to tell the owner, Mr. Smith, the belt is about to break on your radiator. We have got a repair station that is ready for you. The new belt has just been printed on a 3D printer. They are 12.3 miles. Take exit 14B. There happens to be a nice diner next to that. They're waiting for your car. They will repair it. They will have you back on the road in 28.3 minutes and will even pay for your lunch. And we hear the apple pie at Mel's Diner is great. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Please get ready to exit the highway at that. Are we at that point where uh, things are going to be preventive maintenance in an individual car, I know we're talking about tier one suppliers, we're talking about fleets as well, but is it going to come down? It could be a truck I was talking about. So are we there yet, Mike? We're getting very close. You know, the, the more that data becomes readily available, um, and then you start looking at it from an inventory perspective. So the, the, what is not seen on the surface is that the repair shops can effectively manage their inventory by knowing exactly what they need to have and what they need to uh, have from a, um, a repair mechanic standpoint at what point. So it really streamlines the entire process and really educates uh, the entire supply chain in terms of uh, preventative maintenance. Interesting. Thank you. I have another question for you. Let's talk about warranty accrual forecasting and forecasting new vehicle launch quality. You have to unpack these terms for me. I'm not an automotive industry person. So first of all, what is warranty accrual forecasting first, Mike Newell? So basically what that is, is basically you are, you are required um, in accounting to accrue for future part uh, liability, part warranty. And so what we can do is go back with our database and our analytics and look at what has happened in the past, more importantly, what is happening in the future, and work with companies to effectively manage what their accruals on the product liability will be going forward. And in high-tech technologies, you know, it may be somewhat uh, a gray area in terms of what, what have we seen? And, and as commercial vehicles start to go electric, you know, we have the database from the automotive electrification process to show you know, these were the top 10 items that we saw, and these are the approximate accruals that went with it. And then you can apply it over into commercial vehicles that goes into electrification. So it's really just the knowledge and know-how of all the data we have that can help to facilitate this for uh, companies that are just getting involved in this process. 
Interesting. And now let's break down the second part of the question, forecasting new vehicle launch quality. Are we talking consumer, uh, regular vehicles, passenger vehicles? Are we talking trucks? Are we talking any kind of a larger conveyance that would be used for a fleet for, shall we say, product transport? What, what are we looking at here, Mike? It's, it's both. And, okay. and essentially what we can do is we can look at all of the components that make up uh, the commercial vehicle or automotive vehicle from one to over 700 is what our current mapping shows right now. And we can show what that incident rate is up to 10 years. And when you start to look at that, again, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, you can put that against the industry benchmark for that specific component. And then you identify a list from one to 700 on you know, what are the highest offenders and then what it comes down to the lowest offenders. And you can you know, find some similarities and do some benchmarking to find out if it is a potential uh, design fix, uh, the supply base, and you know, where can we be more effective? And it really completes the picture from a data standpoint in terms of, um, you know, that design and the PM and, and the financial side. Thank you very much. I have one more thing I'd like you to tell me about. I understand that we predict offers a predictive analytics tool called Deep View. Can you talk about that for a minute? I think our listeners would love to hear about that, Mike. Absolutely. Deep View is, uh, is our predictive analytics system that maps down to 700 different component levels. And basically you go through, we have eight main categories, goes into um, the powertrain, interior, chassis, electrical, um, um, excuse me, but, uh, um, but then it allows you to go in and you can actually benchmark across the industry by segment and you can look at where the repairs are taking place from a mileage standpoint, mm. geographic standpoint. It analyzes the, the ICE versus uh, hybrid versus electrical vehicles, if that specific platform has it. And you can go through and really take a look from uh, 2013 to today, what the trend has been on a quality level incident rate per thousand. Mike, it sounds like this is a very exciting time for the automotive industry in general, harnessing types of analytics tools, um, new technologies. We used to call them disruptive technologies. I think we're past that point. I think they're part of the landscape and your company certainly appreciates that. Anything new that you're working on that you're developing, we predict that you can give us a sneak preview to? (laughs) (laughs) You know, really we're we're always continuing to enhance the system. Um, Just in in the last few months, we've added the three C's into our analysis. Uh, We're working on dividing and breaking down the data into different aspects. And really, we want to be a full service uh, data standpoint in terms of future product liability. And we we can service each of the different um, areas at an OEM or a tier one. And again, we're not here to replace the quality systems you have. We are here to enhance them and make them better and provide guidance in those gray areas to help make the best business decisions moving forward. Thank you, Mike Newell. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, getting to know you. Thank you for sharing your expertise. Very inspiring. Uh, We love talking about tech here. So I'm just going to say wave goodbye. We're going to do a shout out. We have Adam Slayman who puts these shows together. Adam at OESA and April Buford works with Adam. Thank you both. And and we have Julie Freem, who is the president and CEO of OESA. And I understand there's a very big annual conference coming up in November. So if anybody wants to know about that, go to OESA.org. 
org and find out how you can register. Great speakers are coming up. Mike Newell, bye-bye. Bonnie D. Graham signing off for Automotive Insiders. Have a good one. Thank you, Bonnie. Drive safe. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Automotive Insiders, presented by OESA. Listen at your convenience to industry thought leaders as they discuss the ever-evolving industry and how companies can thrive in the new mobility landscape. All episodes are on demand on the Voice America Business Channel and at OESA.org. Automotive Insider is presented by the Original Equipment Suppliers Association.